Welcome to episode 146 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, I have a returning guest. Yvette came onto the podcast a year and a half ago in January of 2021. Now, Yvette had messaged to let me know that she was somebody who was interested in entering the fitness industry, but she was in her 50s and she spent 30 years in the food service industry, and there was definitely some fear there about such a big change, but it was something that she really had this great desire to do. So she's back with an update and spoiler alert, uh, she has made some big moves. Now this episode is for you. If you are somebody and maybe you're in your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, even your 70s, and you feel inside that there's something you want to do, there's a calling for you. There's a mission for you. There's just this niggle in your brain that there's more out there that you want to accomplish, but you have that fear. And the fear is a lot of, maybe it's just too late. Maybe my time is past. Maybe I'm too old. Maybe I should have done this when I was younger. If that is you, this episode is for you. You're going to be really inspired by Yvette and what she has accomplished. Let's go. Hello, everyone listening. I'm not going to say hello to Yvette because Yvette and I have been chatting because it's early in the morning and I forgot to hit record. <laughs> we all missed a great story, but we're, we're going to rewind and we're going to take it nice and slow. And I, because I know none of you just heard this amazing conversation we had, we're going to start back over. So <laughs> Yvette, I'm going to, I'm going to reintroduce what it is. Well, not Reek, nobody else heard this. So here is what we're chatting about today, everyone. A year and a half ago, Yvette came on my podcast at, because she'd been emailing me, asking questions about what I do and how maybe she could get into the fitness industry. You know, she's not a 20-year-old. She's in her 50s and has just had this pull towards the fitness industry. I get enough questions like this in DM and in email about like, hey, how can I do what you do? And I'm interested in this that I said, hey, let's hop on a podcast and we'll kind of talk it through because a lot of people are interested. And we did, and she's made some really big changes and faced <laughs> some fear. And I want to talk about that today. And if you are listening and you're like, yeah, I don't want to get into the fitness industry, that's okay. This is about making changes later in life and opening your eyes up to new opportunities, even though it can feel, it can feel scary. So Yvette, welcome. Hello. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> so Yvette. <laughs> Tell us, tell us, tell us what has happened when we last spoke in January of 2021, you, um, well, we were still at home from COVID gyms weren't open. You weren't doing any teaching of classes on the side. And you were kind of at a point where you had gotten several certifications begun, but you hadn't pulled the trigger and finished any of them. What has happened since? All right. Are you ready, Kim? Are you I ready? I'm, re <laughs> I'm ready for the second time. <laughs> Uh, I completed my ACE uh, group fitness instructor certification. I have my foundation training certification, which we can kind of talk about that more later, because I don't think you really knew what that was before. So I've had that for a few years and I started my precision nutrition and I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So here's the, the really cool <laughs> thing, I think. There was definitely some hesitation before when we talked about actually doing this and yes. there was some fear there. So talk to us about the fear. What was it and how did you get past it to get to the other side? So my big fear was I'm 56. Um, I have been in food service for over 30 years um, and fitness has always been part-time for me. 
but it's always been my love, my love and my passion. And, um, it just has, it just sticks in your gut. Like listen to your gut people, because it will always drive you to where you're supposed to be. And, um, I just through COVID, it was so challenging and I just could not find my happiness. So once gym started to open, you know, I was talking to my husband and he's like, go find a place to go train at again, like to go teach, like get in there again. You're, you're going to find your happiness again. So I started looking around. I found this amazing gym in Chino. It's an all women's gym. I walked in, made an appointment with the owner. We chatted for a while. Um, she thought I wanted to join. I told, and then she started asking, she goes, do you just want to work here? And I'm like, yes, I want to be your next kickboxing instructor. And she's like, okay. And, you know, asked me about, um, what experience I've had. She hooked me up with her head coach. Um, let's see a few weeks after that, I started teaching, uh, 5am straight training classes. Those are the classes that were open. And she's like, do you want to, you know, come in and start training those classes? Heck yes, I was in. So that's where it started. I would do that and I would do my full-time job still. Um, and then classes would add. So Sunday I was given my own foundation training class, my platform finally. So I did that. I mean, just everything was happening. She started an online nutrition program last year, which I am you know, super interested in as well. And it's doing amazing. Um, and she needed help. And it was just like this huge opportunity where Yvette, you're going to do this now, or you're going to have regrets for your, the rest of your life. No regrets, no regrets. Yeah. And so, so is that what kind of what it was that really drove you were like, you had this passion, you had some yes. fear, but then there was this like bit of you saying like, I'm going to regret this if I don't take a shot. Yes. I, and I have to find out like if I, if it works or if it doesn't. Yeah. And if Either I don't, way, right. Yes. yes you Either have way. to try. You have to try put your age to the side. Yeah. Just that's a whatever big one. you truly, yes. Whatever you truly love and believe in your heart, just let it just follow it. And, you know, I think so often people think that age is a detriment and all kinds of things. Certainly people yeah. in the fitness industry, like, oh, like everyone's chasing youth. And what do I have to offer as a woman who's more mature? And I think even in other industries, I think people have the same fear, like whether it's tech or whatever it is that maybe we're just too old, we're not, we're not new and fresh, but I think people really discount themselves doing that because you have something that the young people don't. And that is decades of experience with life, yes. whatever it was, whether you stayed home with your kids, like I did for a really long time, or whether you worked in a different profession that has nothing to do with the new one, there is just the, the ability to relate to people through experiences. Like some younger people in the fitness industry have never walked through the, the valley of like, somebody I love is dying, right? They've not been there. And so mm -hmm. it's harder for them to relate to their clients who are now like, hey, my mom is dying. When we're, if you get to a certain age, you've just been through life experiences. You know, somebody close to you is sick. Somebody close to you is dying. You know, rough financial times, peak financial times, all of these things. And it just gives us such an ability to relate to people. I can't even tell you the number of people who message me and tell me they picked me for their coach because of my age, not in spite mm -hmm. of my age. Like they're like, I want somebody who can relate to me and all that I've been through. Yes. Exactly. So it's not and the detriment that you think it is. No, it is. And 
just trust yourself. Yes. Just trust yourself. You know, what would and you even say to somebody who says, but I don't, I don't trust myself. <clears throat> Why? <laughs> Why don't you? Yeah. You know what? That's a really great question. Like what's the evidence that you're not trustable? And what I would say is like, look on the other side, like on a scale of one to 10 with whatever it is you want to do. And you're like, I don't really trust myself. Where would you rate yourself? Okay. And if you, there's people listening, if you're like, okay, like I want to do X and I don't really trust myself. Okay. On a scale of one to 10, I give myself a five at trusting myself with this thing. Then what I want you to do is answer the question. Why didn't you give yourself a two or a three? In doing that, you're going to build yourself a case for why you can trust yourself. Okay, so look at whatever it is you want to do, rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, and then pick a number a couple digits below and ask yourself, why didn't I pick that number? You're going to find evidence for why you can trust yourself to, to just do the dang thing. So I can hear the joy in your voice at, at what you've been able to accomplish here, Yvette. It's amazing. Yes. And it's I'm amazing. proud of myself, Kim. Now, have I'm you transitioned fully out of your um, other job? Yes. You have. I and I, oh yeah, I gave, I actually, it was cool. Um, I spoke to my boss. She could even see that, you know, it wasn't my happy place. And me and my boss, we've had talks about like, you know, how much I love fitness and, you know, certain things. Oh my God, I listen to this awesome podcast about blah, blah, blah. You know, always like my brain, I just can't like absorb enough. I just love it all. And um, so she was awesome and it was, you know, and then my husband, super supportive because this is a big jump, you yes. know? Yes. And um, he's like, please, my two sons, finally, mom, you're doing it. So everyone could see, but I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, fear plays a big part. I'm not going to be able to do it. Stop talking yourself out of it. Just do it. Make progress every day. Just keep doing like, ah, you've got nothing to lose, but you have so much to gain. You have yeah. so much and, to you gain. Know, doing it in spite of the fear. Like you didn't go into that yes. gym and like, be like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not here to work out. Like I want a job. You didn't do that <laughs> because you weren't afraid. Like you went in, even right. though you were afraid, like you went in, in your yes. fear and still said the thing. And still did the yep. thing, right? And I'm sure in those early classes that there was anxiety about like, how's this going to go? And are people showing up? And how's it, you know, but you do it anyway. And yeah. then what happens is you build the confidence. So like one, either it's going to go fine or two, if it doesn't go fine, that you can handle it, right? That you can navigate the whatever doesn't go fine and fix it. Guys, like not everything has gone fine in my career in the fitness industry. Like even this morning, like I forgot to hit record. I've been recording podcasts for four years. I forgot to hit record. <laughs> So it doesn't, doesn't mean like, just because you're like, okay, I'll do it in my fear that everything is going to go okay, that everything's going to be smooth. It just means that you can trust that you will navigate whatever doesn't go well and you still be okay. To, right. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. When I'm uncomfortable, I know I'm growing. Heck yeah, I was scared to walk in. Those women had been strength training for a long time. All of a sudden they have a new coach. How are they, they don't know who I am. How do yeah. they trust me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's so, uh, oh yeah, I'm uncomfortable all the time. Now I look mm -hmm. forward to being uncomfortable and things because I'm like, woohoo, I'm growing. <laughs> yeah. And imagine what your life would be like if you had not at this point, like you could have just posted uh, and been like, I'm just staying in food service till I retire. Yeah. And look, and no shade to anybody who's like, that's just what I want to do. I'm sticking with what mm -hmm. I've got. 
there's other ways if you're like, even I'm not super jazzed, but I don't, don't want to take that big step. There's other ways that you can stretch yourself and get out of your comfort zone, you know, and still keep, can still keep your day job. But I think you're right. Like those moments where we can push ourselves out of our comfort zone and do something that is new and fresh and stretching us. Gosh, it keeps us, it keeps us alive. It keeps our yes. brains going, right? It keeps that yes. spark and that joy. I seriously wake up every morning like excited. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You by know? the way, I don't, you all don't know this, but it's like five 30 in the morning when we started this call where that is, it's like super early. <laughs> it's super early. And she was just like peppy and like, Hey, <laughs> oh, excited to greet the day. And that is a really important thing. Like, yes. Look, and I'm not a morning person. So I'm not saying like I jump out of bed every day, but I certainly don't dread my day. Like I'm excited for like what I get to do with my life for the rest of the day. So if you're out there and you're like, I haven't felt that in years. Okay. Let's, let's get thinking. Like, what can you add? Do you need to switch careers? If you can't switch careers, what do you need to add? Do you need to add a new hobby? Do you need to add, you know, some new community service? Like what can you add into your life? Yes. At 53 or 63 or 73, what can you add? That's going to get you to spire that we're hearing any vet's voice that she's like, woohoo morning is here. <laughs> It's time to get up. I've got stuff to do. <laughs> Rise and shine, people. I haven't even had my coffee yet, Kim. Oh, my gosh. She's as happy without the coffee. <laughs> so, That's yeah. why I'm the 5 a.m. instructor. <laughs> I guess so. Have you always been a morning person? Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I wake up and my brain is like ready to go. And then it's all excited. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I do. And I just think more so as, you know, I don't know, I guess as I age or whatever, I just, um, I don't know. I just love getting up and I I'm like a, I love to meditate mm. and I'll tell you, I will give a big tip here. I totally believe in visualization. So how our brain and bodies are so connected to each other. I started meditating years ago and you, you visualize what you want, where you want to go and what you want to be. I tell you, your brain will get you there. It's like our little personal computer. And it has been huge for me. It's helped me through so many obstacles. It's helped me to kind of chill that fear and just drive forward. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, and that's like, to me, every day is a brand new start. I don't care what happened yesterday. Today yeah. is a new day. Hey, maybe I'm going to stumble, probably fall. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen today, but I'm going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going, keep going. And so did you spend time as you were making this big switch in your life? Like, did you visualize like where you wanted to be and what you want your life, what you wanted your life to be about? Heck yeah. Yeah. Sure did. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And in little, yeah, in little pieces. Like if you look at an overall picture, it's like, whoa, this is a lot. If you just focus on certain little things and just allow your brain just to go to those little things, mm -hmm. it's pretty wild. It is yeah. pretty wild how it um, happened. So I used visualization a lot when I was competing in powerlifting. I uh, would, as my meets were approaching, I would literally lay in bed every single night before I would fall asleep. And every morning when I would wake up and I would visualize the entire meet, like I would visualize, I would lay there and see like, I'm terrible at meditating guys. It's something I have not practiced well at yet. I believe you can practice to get good at anything. 
and I have not practiced getting good at meditation yet. I, I have, I have a bit of a squirrel brain. So this is the closest I've ever gotten to, to meditating, but I would lay in my bed and I would picture it like, okay, like I walk in and I put my bag down and I would picture like my warm up sets. And I would picture me being on the platform. Like I would picture it from start to finish. I would picture the weight I wanted to lift. I would picture how heavy it would feel. And I would picture me lifting it. Um, and I do feel like it helped me. Like it really helped me get in the right headspace for what I was going to do. Um, there's definitely some evidence-based uh, science on taking this at least a step further. I, I think I did a podcast on this. I don't know if I did a podcast on there this or if it was just I did an Instagram video on this. In either case, I'm going to link it in. I'm going to link it in the show notes. And so the idea is you do this visualization but you take it a step further. You picture not just where you want to go, but you start with where you're at and you picture where you're at. So you get like this realistic piece, like, okay, here's where I am. Here's where I want to go. And then, and here's the really key piece. You picture what obstacles could be in your way. Ooh. Okay. And then you picture yourself overcoming them and like plans. It's called if then planning. So here I am where I'm at now. I I'm working in food service and where I want to be is coaching in the fitness industry full-time. All right. And you really picture like, what's that going to be like? What am I going to feel like when I, when I get there? Like how, what, who am I going to be as a person when I'm there? But it's not just that part. Then you do this middle part of, all right, what obstacles am I likely to face between where I am now and that spot? Like what could come up? And then you think about them and what will I do? All right. Like, and this didn't happen to you, but maybe the person would think like, I'm going to have pushback from my spouse. Okay. Like, how am I going to manage that? Or like, I'm going to struggle financially. Okay. Like, what will I do about that? Or whatever the things are. And then we set this plan in place. If this happens, then I'll do that. And so it's like taking visualization, but taking it a step further. I love that. Yeah. So if I have done a podcast on this, I will link it. If not, I definitely have at least an Instagram video and I'll link it. I'll <laughs> refer back to that for a little bit more detail on it. <laughs> so Yvette, you seemed particularly jazzed about the class you said you teach about foundations. What is that like beginning to strength training? What is that? Yes. Yeah, so um, foundation training is uh, focuses on like the decompression breathing. It focuses on just realigning our bodies and getting us out of bad habits. Posture helps with balance. So the women at this gym, uh, they probably are like maybe like 35 to 40 and up. Okay. And, um, as I train, I'm always watching for specific things. And, um, there's a lot of women that struggle with balance. Mm. So I was like, Ooh, I'm going to put a class together all about balance. Um, there's been a lot of pain with sciatica, lower back pain, um, posture. Yeah. Not so good. A posture, the head tilt forward. And uh -huh. I am a stickler on form. So I'm always correcting and I'm like, Ooh, you need to come to my foundation class. You need to. So I work on posture and, uh, one of my, one of the gals, she had, um, sciatica and a bad shoulder issue. Um, she started coming to my foundation training class and she is back to strength training amazing. and her balance is amazing. Yes. So, it okay, is so let's talk about both of those separately. Let's talk a little bit about posture and then let's talk a little bit about balance. For people who are like, look, I know I've got that forward rounding. Like I sit like this. Uh, like, yeah. What are your, like, give us like one or two things that they could work on. Creating space between the ear and the shoulders. Mm. That's a big Punch one. The floor. Punch the floor. And yes. these shoulders that are like this all the time. 
Mm-hmm. are going to guys drop we're down. doing it everybody at home do this right now think about creating space between your ears and your shoulder i literally gave my daughter this tip last night she's in the middle mm-hmm. of final exams she's a 10th grader she takes all these advanced classes and she was telling me her back was hurting her and i'm like honey it's probably because you've been stooped over all week i said let's like roll out on the foam roller and stuff and she says she was doing it. she's like it's not getting the spot that's hurting i'm like where is it hurting and she's pointing up here in her traps i'm like oh i'm like you're not getting mm-hmm. that with a foam roller i'm like i'm guessing that's not like you're been how you've been sitting, it's your stress and you've been up hunched like this with your shoulders up by your ears all week. I'm like, let's relax your shoulders. She thought I was being silly. And I'm like, let's make, I literally said those words. Let's create space between your shoulders and your ears. I like that other cue you gave about punching the floor. So think about your hands. Yeah. That's a good one. That's and a good you one. know what else you nailed, Kim? Um, the stress. So when we're in fight or flight, how do we breathe? maybe short and shallow. Yeah. Maybe these little shoulders are going up and down because our breath is here and right here. We're taking those short little shallow breaths instead of down here, expanding that rib cage. Yeah. So that's a basic foundation training is decompression breathing, expanding through that rib cage, really utilizing our whole lungs, exhaling, getting all that stale air out of there. Mm-hmm. So instead of this, that we do all day, that causes tension headaches, Mm-hmm. And a lot of stress in our lower back. We're taking that good, deep breathing. We're taking it down to the rib cage, really expanding those lungs. And which also helps what happens when you take big, long inhales and big, long exhales. You calm the nervous system down. Yeah. And so I do it- like to do that just like once or twice a day. Just be like, mm-hmm. all right. Let's, and I, I literally do those, those two things. I, I release my shoulders. So they create that space. And then I take, even we're just talking like one nice, big, slow breath in just yes. kind of like focus on the fact that I'm not like a big ball of tension, like focused on my computer and type, type, typing, mm-hmm. right. And my thoughts are racing a mile a minute, right. Just taking literally a second to put your shoulders down and take a nice big belly breath versus breathing. So shallow, fantastic, fantastic. Exercise. Yes. So that's the base of everything. I was listening to a podcast with your PT about the plantar fasciitis also. Oh yeah. I literally, I'm 56. I jump out of bed. I have no aches and pains. None. That's because I've been doing this work and Kim, I cannot teach anything I am not a believer in. And it is probably one of the best certifications I've ever gotten. Dr. Goodman, he's the creator of this. And his team is like amazing. Like they're always going like, where can we take this now? How can we help people? Foundation and strength training. I've seen so many of my clients with better form because of the classes that I've taught. It's so awesome. Tell us about the other parts. So you talked about posture and then uh-huh. balance. So balance. balance is an issue for so many Ooh, of us. It um, is. Yeah. And it, it's super important as we age, because if you are a person who just typically struggles with balance, mm-hmm. or even if you haven't been historically, and as you age, you're a little bit, yes. you know, iffy with your balance, we've got to prevent falls, right? So when we're older, we're, well, ladies, if you're listening to this, you better be strength training, right? And I had the whole episode on bone health and how we need to aim our nutrition for um, preserving our bone health. But we also just want to prevent you from falling so that you don't have these episodes where you might break your hip or, or bust your leg or, or whatever. And balance is definitely a piece of that. So what would you That's say to correct. somebody who's like, I want to get better at balance? Like, what's a good first step? So there's a specific flow of exercises that I take people through. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but one of the first starting points is that tripod on the bottom of the foot. Yes. Explain to people what that is. So we don't even think about it. Like when we go into a lunge or how we're walking, but our feet, our toes, the ball of our foot, our pinky toe, that ball, our heel, that's all stabilization. So if that's off, then our ankles off, our knees off, our hips off, because we're all connected. We're connected mm -hmm. from the bottom all the way up. So basically what it teaches is good alignment in the body. Then that decompression breathing, your posture, this big, powerful body. To, this isn't just about your legs. This isn't just about your glutes that we're working. All the friends are coming to join. Yeah, We're all in this together as one powerful unit. And that's how, I mean, there's, there's a lot of exercises, but there's a lot of cues. So it'd be hard for me to um, take you into that. I think you and I need a free faith, uh, like a FaceTime where I can put, take you into, I'll gift oh. you a class, Kim. Well, look, I, I even think what you just, where awesome. you just started with people understanding the tripod foot is super important. It's something yes. I talk to people about when we're talking about form, whether we're talking about a squat or a lunge that we don't want our heel popping up off the ground. We don't want our toes like just flying in the air, mm -hmm. but that we really want to center ourselves. Like ladies listening, if you picture literally a tripod, like think about your camera tripod, if you're all out there making TikTok videos, right? Think about your camera tripod and think about those three points of contact. So your heel, the base of your big toe and the base of your pinky toe. And then think about mm -hmm. all of that touching the floor and centering your weight over it. Think about that whenever you're exercising so that you have that nice, stable base of support. Yes. And just like, you know, when you do a squat, you're pressing through the heel. What is that activating? Your whole posterior chain, right? Absolutely. It's the Absolutely. glutes. So it's really, it's a lot of just body awareness, but it stimulates all, it's all body weight flows and it stimulates all these muscles that people don't even know that they have. They literally get sore after and they're like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Like, what did we just do? It's awesome. There's tons of YouTube your stuff on there. About it. Oh, I, because I love it and I see the results and I see that it's helping a lot of um, my clients at the gym and man, what better feeling is that? Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's you know, where I want to leave people is, uh, you know, you can hear Yvette's passion. You can hear that she's helping people. You can hear that like, Hey, by the way, where, where's your gym? You said it's in Chino. Yes. I'm in SoCal. I'm in Southern California. Okay. If you're in Southern California, Yvette, what's the name of your gym? They can come take it. It's called Branch Fitness. You can go take Yvette's class, <laughs> but think about this ladies listening a year and a half ago, Yvette was full-time in food service. And here she is now. And she is full-time, followed her passion, helping other people. And what would what a difference that's making, not only for her, but for other people in the world. And so when you feel that fear, like holding you back, like I'm not going to chase my passion and you need something to like push you forward, think about all the people who you're not reaching with whatever this gift is that you have inside of you that you're stuffing down because you're too afraid. Listen to it. Your gut is screaming at you. And look at these. Hey, Y'all can't see guns. it. Yvette's showing me her guns right now. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Yvette, it has been so good to have you here with me. I appreciate you. I appreciate the passion that you bring to the subject. And I think it's going to help inspire a lot of people to like 
pull the trigger on whatever it is that they know they want to do. They feel inside of them. It's right for them, but they've just been holding back because they're too afraid to take the next step. I really do think it's going to help people. Thanks I so much. Hope so. Thank you, Kim. Thank you so much. Great talking Got to it. you. Good talking to you too. Bye Have bye. a great day. <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I hope you found it motivational, inspirational, educational, organizational. If you did find value in this episode today, it would mean a great deal to me if you would leave a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to this episode on. It really does help to get this podcast in front of other people. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you.